Praise God. I'm very happy to be here. Um, I, the whole, I have, I just, uh, the whole time I was driving, I was listening to, uh, listening to the uh, podcast of the um, Living on Purpose series that you guys have been going through, and um, I found it funny. The whole time I'm driving, for some reason, um, in the back of my head, I'm like so worried that I'm driving like the opposite direction. And like I checked the address like five times. I have it on both phones. I have two phones and both phones have the GPS going to here. Uh, Apple Maps, Google Maps. And for some reason my brain, uh, our, our feeble human brains are so annoying like that. We just have these irrational fears, irrational anxieties. And I'm like driving the whole time, you know, thinking about the word, listening to the sermons. But this annoying thought in my head is like, what if I get there and I'm actually like six hours away now? And I, <laughs> the whole time, I couldn't let it go. And then, actually, Daniel's story on Facebook kind of eased my... I saw him at a, uh, a coffee shop in Utica. And I was like, I'm going in the right direction. So, so uh, it, was, um, it was just crazy how our, our minds can... Uh, we can feel so confident some days, and other days we feel so weak. And I feel like the older that I get, I feel like, you know, as we get older, we're supposed to mature and get smarter and wiser. But I feel like the older I get... I, and my brain just like is supposed to receive updates, but the brain can't receive those updates. It's like it's like um, like recently our, we we have a, a Mac at home, and I tried downloading some software on it, and it says uh, your 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 Mac can't support this software because it's ten years old, and you have to update your operating system. But apparently, my Mac can't hold a new operating system, so now it's useless. So I feel like. The older we get, we're supposed to receive these updates. We're supposed to grow, but it's uh, actually it seems like uh, seems like we uh, we are degressing very quickly. And I'm I'm still young, but I feel like I need a, I need a lot of help, a lot more coffee, and a lot more Jesus every day. Um, I wanted to go to um, speaking about um, today's the today uh, is the um, last sermon of the Living on Purpose series. And um, I was really blessed listening to the, the, the podcast. Um, and what really blessed me is to, is to hear just um, a few different sermons from guys, in the, uh, from preachers in this youth, and to see that God is raising a generation of, of preachers, and not just preachers, but gospel preachers, those who, are, uh, those who, have, uh, who have tasted his gospel, who know his gospel, and who are preaching the truth of the gospel. And... The amazing thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ is that it, every generation who grabs a hold of that gospel, no matter what, um, no matter what, uh, what that generation is going through in the world, no matter what, um, what they're dealing with, that gospel it has the power to save and has the power to change. And it says the, the Bible says that the preaching of the cross is to them who perish foolishness, but unto us who are saved, it is the power of God. And when this gospel is preached, it will empower uh, whatever generation that preaches this gospel. It will empower that generation to live a life that we cannot live, to live a life of righteousness, to live a life of purpose, to live a life that is godly, to live a life free from sin. That, that gospel is power unto us who are saved. It is the power of God. And um, I was really blessed uh, blessed to hear that today, and it was, it was an encouragement. And I want to... Um, the, the last portion of this series we were talking, it's uh, the, it entitled Living in Purpose. And the little, uh, 
description that, that I received from, from this uh, series is living in purpose means that now that we know our calling, now that we know our calling, now that we know our purpose, how do we maintain, how do we live in this purpose, how do we maintain this, this life that's filled with God's purpose. And it really hit home with me because one of my biggest fears uh, and oftentimes, you know, this fear can can grip you as as um, as you get older, as you're, and as as life goes on. This fear that the life that I'm living, that the years that I've lived, have I truly lived them the way that God wanted me to live? This fear that maybe at the end of my life, I'll I'll, I'll look back in my life and realize that I didn't live the, according to the will that God had for me, or I didn't fully live out the life that God had for me. And this fear um, has oftentimes gripped me, thinking I could be doing so much more. I should be doing so much more. I feel like I've wasted so much time that I could have I could have been doing something for God. And you can get caught, we can easily get caught up in these moments. We can easily look at our insufficiencies or things in life that haven't gone according to plan and think, man, I've messed this up and I messed that up and, and my life just isn't going according to plan or isn't going according to the purpose that I that, that it should or the way that I thought it should go or the way that I would imagine it when I gave my life to God. And oftentimes we can just take, take a, a quick look at our life and just think or, or compare our lives to somebody else's life and think, man, surely God is using this person. I can see this person. I can see how that God's will is unfolding in their life. But look at me. What's going on with me, God? What is, why am I where I am right now? Why can't I see you, your, your plan in my life unfolding? And I want to, I want to take us today to, uh, uh, to the, uh, Story of Moses in Exodus chapter, we'll start with Exodus chapter 2. Um, and if we are to talk about someone's life who's filled with, pers- with purpose, Moses' life, more than any other, is saturated with purpose. It's, it's from beginning, from the, even before he was born, God had already purposed and God had already planned a way to save him. When thousands of babies were getting killed, God, for some reason, chose Moses that he would be saved. He would be miraculously saved. And God had a purpose and a reason for him. So when we think of Moses, we clearly think of a life that's filled with purpose, a life designed and made uh, for an exact purpose, for an exact time. And there is no doubt about that. And so we look at Moses' life. He was saved as a little baby, saved from this uh, genocide of, of babies and um, and God brought him through, and, and, and even his and miraculously, his mother would still somehow raise, would still somehow have a huge contribution in raising him, and he would be brought up in the halls of Egypt. And we look at at, at, at his life unfolding and unfolding, and we're looking at it. We think, and, and as you read it, you think God is positioning him perfectly to be in a place of power to save his people. God is positioning his life to a perfect moment, to a perfect place, and we see God's will unfolding and God's plan going step by step, we see his life full of purpose. But I want to take us to uh, uh, chapter 2, and we'll start with um, verse 11. One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, why do you strike your companion? He, ans- he answered, who made you a-, a prince and a judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, 
Surely the thing is known. When Pharaoh, heard, when Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian. And he sat and stand in the stayed in the land of Midian. And so here we see that all of this, all, all this point where God had brought Moses to a place of power, where God had miraculously placed him in the, in the halls of Egypt and educated and, and brought him to this amazing position, all of a sudden, Moses finds himself running to the desert, running away from, from, from this perfect spot, running away from this place that God had put him in, a place where he would have power, maybe he'd have position, maybe in, in his mind or in other people's minds, we could see, it's easier to see in that position Moses bringing some kind of freedom or Moses bringing something for his people to be free or for his people to have a better life. But all of a sudden, all of this comes crashing down and Moses has to run into the desert. Moses has to run away from, from what looked like a life perfectly planned out by God for that moment. And Moses runs away. And I want us to see something uh, in the next verse, we're going to read verse 23. This is now talking about Moses is now in the desert. It says, during those many days, the king of Egypt died and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew. And what's one of the, one of the uh, amazing privileges that we have as we read this Bible is we see God's faithfulness. We see God working in, in the lives of, of uh, in the lives of, lives of His people, his, his, his children. We see from beginning to end God working. But oftentimes we can read a, a, a portion of Scripture about somebody's life and we, we don't realize how, how much time had passed. How much time had passed. And it's, it's, it's um, incredible. In the, verse 23 it says, During those many days, and we can read that and think, okay, how many days? Maybe a few days or maybe a few months. But what we realize as we read further on in, in the New Testament, we see that it tells us that Moses was in this desert for 40 days. Or 40 years, sorry. For 40 years, he was in this desert. It wasn't just, it says in the Bible, many days. And oftentimes we look at our life and we want to see, we want to, we want to see God's will. We want to see God's plan unfold in our lives from beginning to end. And we read about that and we read about that in the, in the, in the men and women of God in the Bible. We read their lives going from beginning to end and we see God's purpose through all of it. But listen, Moses, during this time, he didn't have the book of Exodus to read what was going to happen after those many days. In these many days, he was for 40 years, he was in the desert after, after, uh, after running away in fear from, in fear of what he had done, in fear of what, and, and had to abandon everything that God, had, every, everything that he had built up to that point, he had to run away and abandon. All of a sudden, he's in, Egypt, he's in the desert for 40 years. And I can only imagine what his mind was going through. I can only imagine how, uh, how many low points he had, wondering what's going to happen, wondering what can God do with me now? What can God do with me now? Why, why did it have to be so? What is the purpose of this? Why did God bring me through all of that just so I end up in this desert? And I know, I don't know how Moses went through those times. I don't know how Moses was able to, to, to be, to be strong. And I'm sure there were so many weak points and so many times where he had, was ready to give up because I know myself, I have one bad day. 
Well, I can have one bad day and I'm so close and so, and so ready to just give up. It, it could take just a certain amount of, uh, a certain amount of circumstances go following the wrong way and we're ready to give up. We're ready to tell God that I can't do this. It's, I, I don't know if I can do this or will you just, or we just push God away. Just a few circumstances can push us away. But here Moses finds himself for 40 years wondering what God will do with me now. Why am I, I have this burden for my people, but I'm in a, in a much different position now. Surely God can't do anything with me now. And I want us to realize where he was at. And, 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 and I want us to understand as we read the scriptures, not to pass over any word, not to pass over any moment, but realizing here, it says during those many days, those many days were many days where Moses would be worried, where Moses, where Moses had to go through a time where he was broken down to a point where, to a point where, uh, where he had lost confidence in himself, where he had maybe lost confidence in God and lost confidence in his purpose. And it's so easy for us to gloss over those 40 years or just read those words in the scripture, but imagine what he was going through. And imagine, and, and think about um, how easy for it is for us to give up on God. Imagine if we had to go through that. And looking at this moment in Moses' life, we realize that he, fell from, he went from such a high to such a low. But as we read the story of Moses, we see and we know that this was all part of a, God's purpose. It's easy for us to see that. For Moses, it wasn't so easy. For Moses, it wasn't so easy to see that. It wasn't for, easy for him to say, it's alright, it's part of God's plan. Because it was so drastic and it was such a, it, it, it was a, such a fall for him. And, I'm, and like I said, it was so hard for him. And seeing, the, seeing what he went through, we can see God's purpose in all of it. We can see God's purpose and we can almost sometimes, we can take uh, the hard times that, that the Bible uh, that the Bible uh, greats went through, that the men, of, men and women of God in the Bible went through, and we have, oftentimes we can like romanticize them, thinking of, you know, making it like a story, like, oh, you know, he endured, he was going through this hard time, but he was going through a time, he was going through a time that, 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 uh, that he questioned everything. He was going through a time that brought him, that brought him to only the grace of God to bring him through to, to this point, but we can see that it was all part of God's purpose. And what the lesson that we need to learn from that is that God will take whatever time He needs. God will take the situations that He needs to, to bring into your life, to bring you to a point where you're ready to fulfill the purpose, to, where you're ready to live the purpose that He has for you. And God will oftentimes have to put us through seasons. He will have to put us through deserts. He will have to put us through valleys. He will have to throw us, allow us to go into pits so that we can, we can be, um, so that he can break us down, so that he can take things out of us that don't need to be there and put things into us that need to be there. We see that as Moses, after these many days, after these 40 years, we know that the burning bush experience happens. In the Bible, the next thing that happens is the burning bush. And we can read in, uh, that's in chapter 3, verse 11. And after God had, God had spoken to Moses, Moses said to God, Who am I? that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt. God brought Moses from this point where he was ready to fight for his people. God brought Moses to this point where he saw, where he saw the injustice 
in, in, in the injustice of his people and, and towards his people, and he ran and he was he, he killed someone. He was ready to fight. He was ready to fight this injustice. And although, and after forty years in the desert, after running away, God tells him what he's going to do, and Moses says, "Who am I?" It took forty years of God of God of working on Moses. It took forty years of God stripping that that confidence that Moses had in himself and God brought him to a point where he was ready to go, where he was ready to fight and to a point where he now says, God, who am I? God laid it out for him. God laid it out for him exactly what he's going to do. God started laying out to him how he's going to free his people and Moses comes to God instead of saying, God, I'm ready to do this. God, I'm ready to go. He says, he says God, who am I? Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who am I? What do I have in me? God had brought, in those 40 years, God had done something for Moses. God had done something in him. He had worked in him. And I don't know if it was supposed to be 40 years. Maybe, 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 maybe it took longer than it should have. And oftentimes our mistakes, our, our, when we walk away from God or we stop believing, we can prolong, uh, we, we, we can, we can waste time and we can, we can have some wasted years. But I'm here to tell you that if you take those, even those wasted years, even those years that you think are a waste where you weren't serving God, weren't following God, but if you come to God and give Him those wasted years, He will still find a purpose for those years. He will make a purpose. He will bring your life to a life of purpose. And here Moses, after 40 years of not knowing what God is doing, not understanding what's going on, Moses comes to God and, God, and, and he says, God, who am I? And oftentimes we can think, as young people, we can think, God, if you would just tell me, if you would just tell me what you want me to do, then I will go do it. If you would just lay out for me what it is you want me to do, then I will go do it. If you would just lay it all out for me, and then I can follow those steps. But you see, God has to bring us to a point where we're not telling him, Lord, here I am, just, just tell me what to do, just use me. But we've come to a point where he said, God, who am I? God, who am I? God, I need you for every step that I'm going to take. God, anything that you call me to do, I'm not capable of doing. Anything that you call me to do, it's going to have to be you. If I am to live this life for you, if I'm to live a life of purpose, it's going to have to be you living through me and you living in me. We start our young Christian's life ready to, ready to serve God, ready to follow Him. But there's so much of us that is not ready. And what I want you guys to understand today is that a part of living in God's purpose is, is having to go through moments, having to go through times where you don't understand what is the purpose of this. A part of living, a large part of living in God's purpose is not under, is, is, is consumed with us not understanding what God is doing. Not understanding what is the purpose of this. Because a lar large part of, of living in purpose, in God's purpose and in His will, consists of God breaking apart our plans. Breaking apart our, what we thought was our purpose. What we thought was our strength. What we thought was our righteousness. God has to break it down so that we can find our true purpose in Him. So that we can find our true strength in Him. So that we can find a life in Him. He has to bring us to a point where we're ready to tell Him, God, I don't want Roman to live. 
I don't want Roman to live this life. I need Christ to live. Where we're, where we're ready to where we're ready to give up the best version of ourselves. You know, in this life, we're in, in this world, everybody is so focused on, on, on growing themselves, on improving themselves, on, on self-help and making yourself better. But what we fail to realize oftentimes is that even the best version of you, and especially the best version of you, still had to be crucified with Christ in order for God to do anything with you, in order for you to be saved, in order to be, for you to be used by God. The best version of you has to be crucified with Christ, and then God can start working in you. And that's how God can work in you when you are crucified with Him, when you lay down your strength, when you lay down your purposes, when you lay down your plans, when you're ready to lose your life so that you can find His. And then you can say to live is Christ. My real life, a real life is, is to live in Christ. When you're ready, when you're sick and tired of living for yourself and sick and tired of trying to do it on your own, trying to live a life of purpose. We're not here and we're not called just to find purpose. There's a lot of people who had a purpose in life, but we're here to find the purpose that we have in Christ. We can, we can live, we can spend our years living a life of purpose and at the end of it all, realize that that's not what I was called to do. And don't be so set on just trying to figure out what God's will is. Don't try to figure out what God's purpose is so that you can live it. In whatever season you are in right now, wherever you find yourself right now, learn to trust God in that moment. Learn to trust God with whatever you're dealing with right now. Don't try, don't, don't try and jump out and, and, and don't try and jump out and say, if only God would tell me what he wants me to do, then I'm going to go do it. If only God would tell me what, where he wants me to go, then I'll, then I'll go there. I can't stay in this desert. I can't stay in this dry season. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's the purpose of all this. Understand this. If you're giving your life to God, if you're giving your life over to Jesus Christ, you have to trust him. You have to trust him in the desert. You have to trust him in the pit. You have to trust him in the valley. And it's in those times when oftentimes I've realized in the times when I feel the least confidence in myself in the times where I'm not sure what God is doing with me. It's at those times that God can use us most. It's at those times when we are most filled with His, with his Spirit and we are most filled with His purpose. And most of the time we don't see it in the moment. But later on we realize that the most cherished times, the best times in our life is those times when we don't know what's going on and we don't know what God is doing. But all I knew was that I could reach out. All I knew was to reach out to Him and pray to Him. And, and His presence would fill me and His presence fills us in those dark moments and we realize that those are the best moments in our life. Those are the best moments in our life when we truly let go of everything and allow God to lead us, allow God to guide us. I want you guys today to understand that a big part of living in His purpose is to understand that you're going to go through a lot of things that, like I said, a lot of times... This seems like it has no purpose. Well, God will bring you through seasons where he's going to break you down. And, 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 he's gonna, and he has to break confidence in our flesh. He has to break the confidence in, in, in what we can do so, so that we can truly lay our life down and allow Jesus to reign. Allow grace to reign. And God is going to place us in front of some enemy, enemies. He's going to place us in certain situations. Paul said, count it not strange. When diverse temptations, when diverse situations are upon us. Because God is using those moments. God is using those times to bring you to the purpose that he has for you. 
And if you have this, if you have this fervor to live for God, if you have this energy and this and this desire to give your life to God, that's an amazing thing. But don't jump out and just try to create purpose or try to create a plan that you think makes sense. But be ready for God to break your plans apart. Be ready for God to take to take the life that you think you're supposed to live and completely and completely break it apart. Be ready to get to a point where Paul said, Oh wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then he says, I thank God through Jesus Christ. Learn to trust God in the valleys in the desert. Learn to trust God. Trust God when He's breaking you apart. When 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 it when it feels like God is so distant from you. That's when you should be, that's when you should be digging deeper into his word. That's when you should be dig digging deeper into this covenant and understand that God is with me. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter how low I feel at the moment. It doesn't matter if it, does, if it doesn't seem like life is going the way that I planned. I know that God is with me and I will trust him in this valley. And I will let him expose to me the things in me that are wrong. I will let him show me the things in me that need to be removed. The things in me that can't stay. And those moments and those times hurt. And those moments and those times, they, they break us and they crush us. But we need to see who we are without Him in order to lean fully on Him. In order to fully trust Him. We need for Him to expose who we are without Him. And God does all of this under a blanket of grace. God doesn't just expose us. God just, doesn't, doesn't just show us on our, our unrighteousness. He doesn't show us our lack just to show us how weak we are. No, He does that so that we can cling to Him. So that we can live our life surrendered to Him. The older we get, the more that we mature as Christians, the more we ought to realize that I need more of Jesus. I need more of Him. I'm not growing up every day and I need less of Him. I grow up every day and I need more and more of Him. I realize my inadequacy. I realize that I cannot live this life as Roman. I need Christ to live in me. If this life is going to have any purpose, it has to be a life that's lived by the faith in the Son of God. It's no longer I that live. And in order to get, in order to, get to that point, God will take many days, it says here. God will take many days. God will take many seasons. God will take the situations in your life to bring you to a point where He can fully work through you, where He can do His, where His, where His Holy Spirit can do His work through you. You can spend, you can spend many, many years just trying to live for purpose. And it can all be a waste. But God, just one day lived for God, can do so much more good. Then a day, then many years full of just trying to, just trying to live a life of purpose. So don't rush what God is doing in your life. Don't try to escape the the, the, the moment, the season that you are in life, trying to trying to uh, get somewhere better or get somewhere higher. Don't try to get ahead of God, because God needs to do a work in you. God needs to work on you. God needs to change things about us, and He knows where we're going. Here, Moses didn't know where he was going. It's easy for us to read and see where Moses' life would lead. But right now, we are living in this time like Moses lived in those days. He didn't know what was ahead of him. We don't know what's ahead of us. God does. God knows what he needs to prepare in you. 
And if he's taking, in your mind, if God is taking a little too long to, to, to uh, in your mind you think God is taking a little too long to find my purpose. God, uh, everything, this doesn't make sense. I should be doing more for you. I should be, do, I should be doing this. I should have grown. I should have, I should have this in my life. And you look at other people's lives and you start comparing and you say, God, what are you doing with me? God, I've surrendered to you. I want to live this life for you. Learn to trust God in that moment. Learn to abide in Christ. His purpose is found, God's purpose for you is found in Christ. Apostle Paul said, be found in Him. And he said, I press on. I have not attained. Apostle Paul was, well, knew, that, knew that there was more that God had for him and he was seeking God in every moment, in every situation. And so as you seek to live a life in God's purpose, as you are seeking to live a life full of purpose, a life, the, 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 the plan that God has for you, don't, don't make the mistake of laying out what you think God has planned for you and then asking God to bless that. Learn to live a life, learn to live, live a life, learn to live in a, in a way that if your plans fall apart, if things aren't going your way, you understand that things are still going God's way. Don't, don't start to panic when your plans fall apart, when what you thought was your purpose isn't, uh, isn't exactly unfolding the way you thought it was. But understand that God is the one who's in charge of your life. You've given your life to God. You've sold out to Jesus. So don't, don't, don't get discouraged and don't, uh, don't, uh, don't start to doubt God when Jesus leads you in a different way than you thought your life would go. When, when God puts you through, uh, through a situation where, you, where you're not sure what He's doing. It's not our job to figure out what God has planned for us. It's not our job to figure out God's exact purpose for us. It's our job to trust Him right now. To trust that He is doing what He needs to do. That if I trust Him, if I give Him the problems that I have right now, He knows what to do. If I give Him, if, if God exposes something in my life, if something in my life needs to be fixed, then, then, I need to, then it needs to be fixed. And God, for, there's a reason for it. And, and I have to learn to trust God in this moment. I don't need to learn to trust God. I need to learn to allow God to expose me for who I am. And as I get closer to Him, I see more and more of me that needs to change. And, 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 and that's, when we, that's even more causes me sometimes to panic. When, when God shows us more and more that needs to be changed, I realize, God, how will you do anything with me? How will you do anything with me with all of these faults, with all of these inconsistencies, with all of these inadequacies? And that alone can bring us to a place of fear. But my friends, that should, uh, when we read this word, as we read this word, we see God's faithfulness through the lives of weak people. We see God's faithfulness through the lives of people who weren't so faithful oftentimes. We look into this word and we see, we see God's faithfulness a lot more than the faithfulness of the, of the people that served Him. And it's God's faithfulness that will lead you through. It's God's grace that will bring you home. And it's God's purpose that will prevail. It's not your purpose. It's not your plans. And we have to learn in this process to allow God to break our plans. To break our self, to break our self efforts, to break our righteousness so that we can lean on Him. There is so much that God has in store for us. There is so much that God wants to change about us, but it's all going to be in His timing. It's going to be His work. 
And the, more, the, the sooner we realize that, the sooner we're going to stop running away from God whenever things get hard or starting to doubt God when we have a bad day. The more we learn to lean on Him when we don't necessarily feel Him there, when we don't necessarily feel that He's with us or, or we're not sure what's going on, the more that we learn to trust in this Word and not in our feelings, not in our emotions, the more that our faith is anchored in what the Bible says and not what the world says, not what my mind says. We read, in, we read in this word and we see the faithfulness of God. And that should allow us to get through whatever God is, is, is wherever we are right now. As we see his faithfulness, we see that God did bring Moses through his purpose. And it was hard for Moses to see what God was doing. But God did lead him through. And Moses, because Moses trusted him. Because Moses trusted him. And God led, leads his saints along. And if you will trust him where you are right now, if you will, if you will, Stand on his word. Well, if you will dive into this word and stand on his on his promises, then you will see that God will bring you through. You will see his purpose unfold in your life. And I guarantee you that it's not going to be what you thought it would be. It's not going to be the way that you thought it would be, but it will be so much better. And it will be so much more than you thought. And like I said earlier, we oftentimes think, God, if you would just show me what you want me to do. Just lay it out for me. Tell me where you want me to go, and I'm going to go. And it's an, amazing, it's an amazing place to be, and it's great that we have that, we have that mindset, we have that attitude, because we are supposed to go where God sends us. But God wants to bring us to a point, God has to bring us to a point where we don't just tell God, Lord God, here I am, use me. But God needs to bring us to a point where it says, God, who am I? Who am I? If I'm going to do anything, God, I'm going to need all of you. I'm going to need all of your covenant. I'm going to need to depend all on all of what Jesus Christ died for me to have. I'm going to need the fullness of God, of your Holy Spirit. I'm going to need your victory. I'm going to need your righteousness. I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need your grace. And for us to get to that point, it's going to take some seasons. It's going to take some time. And it's going to take some situations and some circumstances. Don't run from God in those situations. Don't doubt God in those situations. Lean into His Word. Re lean into His Word. Lean into His grace. Find His strength. Find His strength when yours is gone. Find His purpose when your purpose starts to fall apart. When all your plans start to crumble, understand and rejoice that God's plan is going into effect. And it's hard to do in the moment. Like I said, for Moses, it was hard to do that in that moment. But we need to trust God's heart. We need to trust the God that saved us, that He's not going to let us go. We need to trust that the, the salvation that God, that we, we have been planted into, it's a solid foundation. And there's a song, that an old song that I love that says, when you don't see God's hand, trust His heart. When you don't see what God is doing in your life, trust his heart. Trust His Word. Trust His covenant. That will bring you through, and that's when you will learn to lean on Him. That's when you will truly learn to abide in Him. And these moments that are so hard for us, and, uh, and, and that we want, oftentimes we want these moments to pass by, these moments are, are so precious to God. When we start to let go of ourselves and say, for me to live is Christ. I can't live this life. 
I can't live the life that God has called me to do, but by the grace of God, I will. Only by the grace of God, we will. Only by His strength, by His power, by His Spirit, will we be able to accomplish what He has for you. And our goal, to, and, the, and the biggest thing I want you to, to, to uh, understand today as we, are, as we uh, wrap up this service, we're, we're going to pray, and um, the biggest thing I want you to understand is that God hasn't asked you to figure out how to live His purpose. God hasn't asked you to figure, figure everything out. He asks you to trust Him. And whether that may be, you may find yourself in a desert, you may find yourself in a moment where you're not sure what's going on. In those moments, learn to trust Him. Cherish those moments when, when, it, when, when, everything, when everything around you is shut down and you're just, it's just you and God and you say, God, what are you doing? God, what is going on? Why this? Why that? Cherish those moments where, where God is doing something that you're not sure what He's doing. Or you're not sure what's happening. And learn that a part of living in His purpose is going through seasons and times where we don't see His purpose. And His will will unfold. The same grace, the same gospel that saved us, the same grace that saved us is what will lead us home. And it's what will fulfill the purpose that you have in your life. And in order for us to fully lean on Him, God will have to break us in many areas. We're going to pray. And um, in this prayer, I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know if maybe you're going through a time where you're not sure what God is doing. And, and, and later in Exodus, we see that, the, that um, Moses had a, we, we can see that Moses had even a point where we, we realized that in those 40 years, Moses had almost lost his faith. His children were not circumcised. In, the, in the chapter 4, meaning that, God, that Moses, for some reason, did not circumcise his children, meaning that maybe he had even lost faith or he hadn't completed the, the covenant that God had set before him. And maybe you're even at a point where you say, I don't even know if I believe if, there, if God has anything for me. I don't know if I even believe if, if there is a God. And maybe I'm just here just because it's a youth event. We can't, we can't think that everybody, that everybody is always solid in their faith and, and there's many, many Christians who are struggling even believing that God wants anything to do with them or if God is even there or, 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 or there's people that have given up on God and walked away from Christianity and now come to a point where, God, I don't even know if you exist. I don't know where you are. But I know that a life without God, a life without His purpose is a life of wasted years. And whatever season you are in, if you feel like you've, you've lived a life away from God and you feel like you've wasted so much time, give that wasted, wasted time to God. And He will, He will mold something in you. He will bring you to purpose. If you are a Christian and you're trying to live for God and you're trying to, uh, you're going through a season where you're not sure what God is doing, rejoice in the fact that God is working, that God is doing something. Don't panic. Trust in His Word. And in this prayer, give to Him whatever situation you're in. Let's stand. Whatever situation you're in, wherever you are in your life, learn to give it up to God and trust Him in that moment. Trust Him that there is a process and that He's bringing you through to the purpose that He has for you. And He's going to do it according to His terms, according to His way, and according to His Spirit. And our job is to trust Him. Our job is to lean on Him.